Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. In this episode, we're sharing all of the strategies we've used to go from broke, zero net worth, and actually negative net worth because of our student loans, to a $600,000 net worth in only a couple of years. Hey friends, this is Queenie. And Pablo. And welcome back to another episode. Pablo, what's your money win? So my money win is actually, you know, we just moved to our apartment and back like in uh, our last apartment, because it was like a shared parking, it was really hard to charge our car at home. And it was kind of like sneaking in the garage or we just go to the shopping center every weekend to charge it. But now we can literally charging every single night at home and that saves a lot of money. It's about like $10. And actually we may find a new energy provider to have it even cheaper as $5 to be confirmed. Hmm. And yeah, that's the big money win for me. Yeah. And might I add that $10 is what it costs from going from zero to a hundred. But usually our car is on like 70%. So we don't even actually need to charge it that much. Like we always have batteries. So it's pretty amazing. So yeah, really big money win. And it's so much cheaper than petrol. It's crazy. I'm more eco-friendly too, which is really good. So my money win, it's actually kind of a funny story. So in our balcony, we have these pigeons that are like always there and they're just like, I don't know, they're just messing up the balcony. They're pooping everywhere and um, and they're kind of like making a nest in the corner and oh, I don't know, I can't relax when we're at home. Like sometimes we do meditation in the morning and I could see them and they're like, oh, and it just like really bothers me. <laughs> so Pablo, sweet Pablo, we went to Bunnings over the weekend and Pablo found these like things that kind of like, I don't know, they kind of like deter pigeons. Don't harm them or anything. They're like reflectors. Yeah, they're like these like reflecting things. So we hung them up all over the balcony and they actually look quite nice. Like they kind of like turn in the wind and they're kind of like these metal things that kind of like reflect and like they're a bit shiny. And uh, since we've installed them, no pigeons have come on our balcony. So we don't have to clean up any poop or anything. And it's amazing. And funny story. (laughs) It's a funny story. So while we're at Bunnings, we also bought this like reflective owl. And it's kind of like this like reflective owl that's like on this like kind of like wire stand and then in the wind it kind of like moves and it makes this like it has this bell on it and it kind of like moves the bell so that that's also to deter like pigeons and birds and things like that and when I was looking through the reviews on this product I saw this one review and it's not funny but it kind of is funny I feel sorry for the person but it's also really funny they were writing like this thing doesn't work at all I installed it in my backyard and the pigeons they just started landing on top of them and they're pooping all over it and it doesn't work at all and I'm like oh this poor person but I can just imagine what they're going through and it's kind of funny 
<laughs> oh dear. That's very funny that they bought something against the pigeon, but now the pigeon <laughs> pooping on it. Yeah, yeah. The person was like, they really like it. <laughs> they bought it and they're really enjoying it and they like it. <laughs> it was kind of funny. So I hope that person has found something that works for them. That's funny. But let's remember the pigeons, you know, back in the days when there was no telephone, they were the one delivering messages. That's true, actually. That's very true. So credit to them. Kudos to the pigeons. Thank you, pigeons. Just remember that anything that we talk about in this podcast is general and doesn't constitute personal financial advice. Neither like pigeon advice. <laughs> you can read our full financial services guide in the description. We would also like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of our land and we extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. Let me take you back a couple of years. Pablo and I had just met. This was about nine years ago, and I was still a student at the time, working part-time in retail and also as a student. And then after three months of dating, we decided to move in together, which was quite stressful financially because I was still studying full-time and I eventually got like a part-time internship and a part-time telemarketing role, so I was able to earn more money. But it was really, really, really stressful and our budget was really, really, really tight. So something that we started doing back then was tracking and our expenses every single month and doing our budgeting. And this has really, really helped us increase our net worth over time because even as we started to earn more money, we started to get into more of a comfortable position. It still really helps and it helps us save a lot of money because the months when we don't do our budgeting and the months when we don't track our expenses, those are the months where we just go all out and we spend way too much money. And the funny thing is like we don't actually get that much enjoyment from the money that we spend. Like it doesn't seem like we've spent that much money when we actually have. And yeah, just when we do our budgeting, we track our expenses. That's when we're a lot more mindful of our expenses and we end up enjoying the money even more and we get so much more value out of it. What do you think about that, Pablo? Yeah, I think it's really important to, you know, for us, it really helped to do the budget because those months that we did not do the budget, it's not like we did like a crazy experience or anything more than usual, but we did spend like maybe 10 or 20% more than our usual budget. So I think that's really useful to, you know, be mindful of expenses. And then, you know, we used to go to the supermarket and that's where we spent more money. And after doing the budget, we we're like more mindful. Oh, do we really need this? Or can we go to the cheaper brand or things like that? And then that really helped to reduce our expenses. So I think it's important in the sense that we have the same enjoyment and we spend less. Mm, that's very true. And something that I think is really, really interesting is a lot of people, when they try to reduce their expenses, they'll immediately start cutting out all of the fun things in their life, all of the things that make life worth living. They're like, okay, I'm going to stop seeing my friends. I'm going to stop going out. I'm only going to cook at home and I'm going to make really budget meals. And, you know, I'm not going to buy anything, even if I need it. And, you know, they go really, really strict with their budget. And something I wanted to mention is that if you do that, it's kind of a little bit like fitness, you know, like we all know that it's important to maintain our health and our diet and our fitness, but it's not good to be super, super extreme either way, you know, like those sorts of like extremes don't really work. 
in the long term with fitness, like if you're like working out so much that it's like unsustainable or if you're like dieting so crazy that it's like unsustainable, it's really not going to work for you long term. And the same with budgeting too. So I think it's important to just make sure that you still have a bit of money left over to enjoy every month. And it's important to enjoy yourself and still spend money on the things that make life worth living. And if you can, try to save money in your top three biggest expenses. And this is really going to move the needle for you. And the top three biggest expenses for most people are where they live, their mortgage or their rent, their car or transport, and the third one, food, like groceries. So if you can find a way to save a little bit of money here and there in your budget on those three biggest expenses, then you can still spend money going out with your friends, buying a new piece of item of clothing, and it it won't even affect your budget. And you still probably end up saving even more money and you'll still be enjoying your life even more. So that's something that Pablo and I did. Like we save a lot of money on our mortgage now, moving back into the apartment that we bought. It's not like a super fancy apartment and it it's not very expensive. Like we can definitely afford it, but just that alone saves us so much money. So we can still spend money when we go out and see our friends. We can still spend money on travel. Like we can still donate money when we feel like it. We don't even really have to worry about it. Yeah, and also it reduces the stress, you know, of being able to afford it like comfortably. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if you would also like to start budgeting, we have created a brand new budget tracker down in the description below. This is a version two. We have made some updates to the budget tracker. I guess we did release it a little bit too early last time because we were excited without testing all of the features, but this one is new and improved and yeah, it's definitely a great tracker. So yeah, check it out and it is completely free. Yeah, if you do a budget, you know, it's nice to have like a nice template and keep all your data in one place. And I think that's really the key. And that's why we created that template. Yeah, exactly. So Pablo, what's your next one? My next one is having a good morning routine. You know, in the day, like a lot of things can happen. But the morning, I think I try to block that time or we try to block that time to do our own stuff that are important. And we want to accomplish that are the most important. So... We go to the gym, like you said, we meditate when the pigeons are not there. (laughs) And we do all those things that we can really control because we control the time of what what time we wake up and what time we leave to go to work, you know. So I think for me and for us, having a good morning routine that fits what's important in your life and schedule is really a key for us as a success. And like you mentioned in the last podcast, Kuni, you know, having a good mind is important, but if you don't have a good body, then the mind is not going to follow. So I think eating healthy, you know, exercising is really important in the sense of, you know, being able, but also having a good mind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's important to take care of your body because we only have one. Like there's only one body that we have, you know, it's going to last us the whole way through life. So it's important to take care of it, that. And it's also going to help you take care of your mind too. 100%. Mm. We're going to share more life hacks after this quick ad break. Thank you for listening to the ad break. What is your next hack, Quinny? My next hack is just the mindset of doing it wrong is better than not doing it at all. So I think... 
Hello to all of my fellow perfectionists out there. I think sometimes I get stuck in this mindset of like, oh, it's not perfect. It doesn't look good. And oh, what's the point of even sharing it at all because it's ugly or it's like something wrong with it or something. But I think just having that mindset, taking a step back and thinking, you know what? success and I guess good things come to those that give things a go, even if they're not perfect straight away. And you can always improve from there. So I try to now have the mindset of, you know what, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do it even if it's bad, even if it's wrong. It's better than not doing anything at all. And then at least if I've created something that's kind of like bad or I've done some work that's bad, at least I can look at it and I can be like, hmm, actually, maybe it would be better if I just change this or maybe I could change this or maybe I can change this. So I think it kind of takes the pressure off as well because you don't have to think, oh, my God, I have to make something and it's got to be perfect. and It's going to be the best thing that I've ever made you kind of give yourself permission to make something that's bad and something that's wrong. And I think also it's kind of like a weird kind of like reverse psychology, but by giving yourself permission to be yourself, to create stuff that isn't perfect, it kind of creates stuff that is more perfect in a way because you're not so stressed about making it perfect. Does that make sense? Kind of. It kind of doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, but I feel like it, you kind of take the pressure off. So you, you give yourself the freedom like, OK, I'm going to do it, you know, and I feel like it actually creates better work that in a way is kind of more perfect than the work that you would have created if you were so worried. But it wouldn't have been perfect if you were so stressed about making it perfect, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. And also, you know, perfect. What is perfect, you know? Because let's say, for example, you're talking about like video and making the perfect video. And obviously with social media, you see all of these like social media people making videos and best videos. And then you're going to compare yourself to those. And it's really hard to compete. And if you don't put anything out there, it's really hard to improve. Like you said, if you take in consideration like our first YouTube video, which we did like on the phone, there was the phone, you know, on this like laundry basket to hold it as the tripod. And it wasn't perfect at all, especially if you look at today's standards. But if we never put that first video out, we'll never be here. That's so true. So true. I love that. And what about you, Pablo? What about me? The next thing that, oh, hack as per se, is really focusing on the right things, you know, the morning when I arrive to the office. So... I know that, you know, if I look at my inbox and emails and things like that, I won't be productive at all. While if I, you know, plan the day earlier, what I'm going to work on and all the things that are important, then I can really focus my morning, you know, on the important tasks that are going to move the needle for our business. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So the first thing I do is like at the end of the day, and we do it together actually, 
It's like, what are we going to do tomorrow? What is important? For those who did not listen to the podcast, it's basically 5% of the works equals 95% of the results. For us, it's creating content and really thinking about that the day before and then planning those tasks and have like, you know, one important things, like when we do our gratitude, we also write one important thing that we're going to achieve during the day and focusing on that first really helps because you can easily, you know, get into the spiral of like doing like tasks, tick, 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 but it's like, are they actually important tasks? And I think reverse engineer, like, you know, big wins, tasks that are important and then actually doing those tasks, that's what moves the needles. Hmm, very good point. I love that, Pablo. So my next point is paying ourselves first. So this is when we set aside some money every single month for our savings and our investments before we start spending our money, before we start allocating it towards our bills and our expenses. And this has really, really helped us grow wealth over the past couple of years, just setting aside some money every month. And we usually do our budgeting, so we kind of know roughly how much money we spend anyway. And we, of course, do have an emergency fund. So just in case there is a month where we spend a little bit over what we normally spend, like it's not like we have to sell any of our investments because we need to make that money back. But basically just this principle of we kind of already know roughly how much we spent. So we're able to invest the same amount of money every single month. This has really helped us build wealth and it's all automated. So we have it all like set up on autopilot. So every month, some of our money gets deducted from our bank account when we get paid and we put that straight into our investments. And it's honestly amazing because now it's set up, it just runs in the background and it's just like, oh, such a game changer. Shout out to Perla. I know they do sponsor our videos, but honestly, it's such an amazing platform, especially with their automated investment feature. So I do highly recommend them. And if you would also like to start investing, you can use my code Queenie for a $20 credit with Perla. Not sponsored, but just thought I'd mention it just in case you do want to start investing. Yeah. So Pablo, what's your next point? My next point is actually, you know, we are coming into Black Friday this week. And really sleeping on a purchase before, you know, purchasing something, really thinking twice and sleeping on it before buying it. So, for example, actually for Black Friday, we have this like list. It's actually a really long list, which we should definitely not buy everything on that list because we're like about maybe 15, 20 items. And we actually we were with one of our friends last Saturday for dinner. And he, <laughs> funny enough, he buys a lot of things online. But he shared a good trick on how to make sure that the thing that are on your list, you really want them. And the thing is to <laughs> not having to look at the list to remember the item that you want. So if you can name the things on your list without looking at your list, you know, a week later, then you potentially still need to purchase or get that thing. But if you can't, then it means do you actually really need that thing or it was just in the moment. Hmm. Very good point. Very good point. I love that. I love that. So the next point for me is uh, starting a business and side hustles. So before we found this side hustle, which is now our full-time jobs and a business that employs people, we started, Pablo and I started so many different side hustles, like so many different side hustles and businesses that did not work before we found this one. But I'm so grateful for us 
taking that risk and, you know, setting aside some time each week to actually give something a go. Because I think that if we weren't, if we didn't do that, if we didn't give those side hustles a go, we never would have found this one. And I think each kind of like failure kind of like teaches you more for the next time. So before Dyson found the vacuum cleaner that really worked for him, he made 5,127 different prototypes before he got it right. And his mindset is they weren't 5,127 failures. They were actually 5,126 things that didn't work. (laughs) So I was like, oh, that's a good way to put it, you know? So he says that he doesn't mind having each of those prototypes be a failure because he learned from each one of those prototypes before he was able to come up with the vacuum cleaner that eventually was a success. So I think if we can kind of approach our life with this kind of mindset, you know, like if something doesn't work, it's like, it's okay. You've just found one way that doesn't work. So that's one way that you don't really need to try in the future. Yeah, it's really interesting. And there's the same thing that happened, you know, with Jeff Bezos and Amazon. And basically, they've created so many things that haven't worked in the past. They've created like the Fire Phone and all these things that, you know, did not work. But during those tests, they also created AWS, which is Amazon Web Services, which is one of the biggest cloud storage in the world. And, you know, that most people use. And I think... It's really important to try and fail in a way or, you know, try new things, not fail, I guess, but, and learn from those because you can see it as a failure, but you can also learn from it. And if you don't do that, then you're going to be left behind at the end of the day, you know, like we talked about Kodak in the last podcast, and you want to make sure that you keep innovating because eventually like not or stopping innovating is going to, you're going to be left behind. Hmm, very good point, Pavlo. And that's what we're trying to do also with our content, you know, like last year we started doing some money hacks and things like that. And if we did not do that, like maybe we'll be left behind. Yeah, that's very, very true. Very true. So Pavlo, what's your next point? So my next one is basically like, you know, upskilling yourself, but in skills that are really in demand. You know, I think you were in the Kluke event last weekend and you were talking to this person and that you are like, you know, she's looking to make more money on the side, which everyone does, you know. We wanted to make more money on the side. And then you're asking her some question and then what are some hobbies and stuff that she can monetize. And there wasn't really any hobbies because it's like not something that you can monetize. So really thinking about upskilling, but with a mindset of how you're going to monetize that skill as well is really important. I think for us that was really good and lucky that we were in the marketing space because we'd learn how to do SEO, like search engine optimization or digital marketing or how to build website. And these were really good because we were learning how to do it and then that's a really good skill that we could monetize in the future. Yeah, that's very true. And if you can find something that you're already naturally quite good at and you already enjoy, I think it just makes the whole process a lot more enjoyable. Like the other day I was, um, I've been trying to find a hobby because I want to get good at a hobby or I've heard that it's also good to get good at a hobby and have some sort of passion outside of work. And I was really thinking, I was like, should I start knitting? Should I start doing something else? But honestly, I I really do love this business that we've created and I love creating content and 
I think my hobby would be creating maybe different types of content or giving that a go, you know, because it feels productive. I feel like I'm achieving something when I'm doing it. I actually really enjoy it. I would do it even if, you know, it wasn't a business and we weren't making any money and we weren't making any money at the beginning. So yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. I think try and find like a skill or a hobby or something that's actually quite fun and who knows, maybe you could turn it into a business or an additional revenue stream as well. Yeah, exactly. So the next point is creating a vision board. And this has been so, so, so important in Pablo and my life. And when I initially heard about the concept of creating vision boards, I don't know, it sounds a bit woo-woo. It sounds a bit like, does that really work, you know? But since we started creating them, it's actually crazy because the last vision board we created was only 90 days ago. And in that vision board, we had all of these things that have actually happened. It's actually crazy. Like one of the things that we put in there was like having a charger at home. And we have that now. Another thing was like having a nice bathroom because the last apartment we were in didn't have a nice bathroom. Now we have that. I'm like, oh, it's so nice. Like moving back into our place, like we have all of those things now. You know, we wanted to have a baby, get pregnant. I'm pregnant now. And it's just like crazy. All of those things that we wanted now we have because we've just been mindful of it. Yeah, we we were able to do like a little trip, a little holiday. We wanted a podcast studio and somewhere where we could record our content that that was our own. Now we have that. And I'm like, that's crazy. That's only in 90 days. Imagine one year, you know, and it's like if we didn't put that on our vision board, I don't know if it would have happened as quickly. It's pretty crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. Obviously, like, you know, the vision board is one thing, but you got to be reminded and accountable for those things that you create. And that's why it's really important that, you know, when we create those goals, we like every week or we'll be like, okay, what have we done to move the needle related to that goal? And that really helps to get those things achieved within 90 days. Hmm, Very good point. So what's the next point for you, Pablo? The next one for me is actually on these 90 day goals. You know, we used to create like yearly goals and yearly goals are great, obviously. But I feel like when we switched to 90 days, that was so much better because we were able to first achieve more goals in one year, but also it's more relevant, you know, like the goal we had like maybe a year ago or, you know, three quarters ago were good at the time, but, you know, it's always changing. Things that change fast in this day and age. And I think having 90 days goals, it's really useful to stay relevant to where we are now and also be accountable. So I think switching from one year to 90 day goals was really a game changer for us. Mm, Yeah, it is. And you can actually achieve so much in 90 days, like a lot more than you think you can. You know, I think one month may be a bit too short, but 90 days, it's just like the perfect time. So highly recommend setting up some 90 day goals and potentially even a vision board of what you would like your life to be like. And, you know, step by step. But once you start seeing those things actually happen in your life, you'll realize that it actually is very much real you know, and that's why I also have so much compassion for people because I think that honestly, I really do believe that the reason why some people are able to build the life that they love and the life of their dreams and, you know, do all the things that they want to do in this life, it's really just because they believe they can do it. 
and maybe they have a vision for their life, they, they have these goals and things like that and it, it motivates them to achieve them. And I don't think that the people that don't achieve those things or don't have these goals or are able to live a life that they dream, I don't think it's because they're incompetent or lazy or, I don't know, stupid or whatever. I think it's just genuinely because they they maybe just don't realize that they have that power within them, you know? So I feel like if you do have a vision for your life, if you do want to change some things in your life, it's never too late. And just start putting in those practices so that you can start to change your future. And honestly, it can happen a lot quicker than you imagine. Yeah, exactly. And on this point that it's never too late, you know, there was this quote from the Barefoot Investor you mentioned in the last podcast. That is, you know, if you think it's too late, just imagine like what age you're going to die and subtract your age. And it's probably like many, many, many years especially that we know our demographics 1834. So you're probably not even a third on the way there. Mm. So there's so much more time ahead. And that's great. You know, it's a great opportunity for you. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like every year, I don't know, I, I still feel like I'm 18. <laughs> you know, like I don't feel like I'm 27. It's crazy, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's just a mindset, you know, and you know, you can just stay 18 the rest of your life and still have new goals, but you know, it's just a mindset. It, it really is. It really is. So it's never too late. And yeah, anything else you wanted to add, Pablo? Yeah, I think for me, the last point I would like to touch on is having a good sleep. And I think you talked about, you know, the moon cycle and how it affects our sleep. But I think for us, having like good morning routine birds, so starting the day right with a good sleep is so important. Because like we said, you know, you need a good mind. You need a good body and how you get that is mostly with like eating healthy and having a good sleep. So for us, having like good sleep has been really useful to have good days. Hmm. Yeah, that's really, really good. Oh, Pablo, so lovely. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We've really enjoyed chatting with you. And don't forget to follow this podcast for more so you don't miss an episode. And we'll see you on the next one. Thank you. See you. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.